I'm Casey, I play Dura. Hi, I'm Ben, I play Paco. Hey, I'm Mitch, and I play Nick, the cleric. I'm Riley, uh, I play all the NPCs, and I'm the DM. Last time on Four Nerds and, D and DM, you guys uh, brought my character back to life. And today, filling the role of Greg the Bandit, we have a special guest character. Introduce yourself, please. Yo, hello world. I go by LinkTM. Is that, is that a trademark or just, trademark. just initials? We right. just trademark that. We just trademark. I wonder how to credit you in the in the description. Uh, so we're going back to old school because people can actually show up here. Uh, this, this is the old way we used to record this, which is going to be a pain to edit now. Thanks. Uh, I remember back when we recorded like this, I thought Galvin would be the one who edits. Nope. Okay, so it's been a couple weeks since you guys brought Darius back, and he hasn't really been interacting with you guys too much. Partially because he wants to spend time with, with his sister, getting to know her again, uh, inquiring how the hell he's alive. Uh, My question is, is the soul forge still running? Uh, we'll answer that when we get back to mainland. But the other reason he's not spending too much time with you is because he is... Uh, it's because I don't have a character sheet for him yet. Uh, like, human him. I could still probably dig up my old Darius the centaur. I'm pretty sure the first week of him being alive is just him, like... Okay, does, does uh, everyone remember their hit dice? Because... I forgot. I have a D8 plus two. No, this is different. This is for, like, no, I'm just making a long time. Uh, I think for warriors, it's a D... 10, and then just minus 2 based on your class. If you're a magic user, just a... Mine D6. says D8. Yeah, because oh. you're a rogue. D8, D8 for rogues, D6 for wizards, and I was a D3 warlocks. Hit dice oh. today. You're a D6 because you're a mage. I've got a D8, right? Uh, you don't need to roll. I'll level up him I'm later. I'm just asking. Is this hit dice or damage dice? Uh, yeah, we're, we're leveling up, so we're adding this to your uh, hit points. Uh, so what we're doing from now on is after major events or after campaigns, I'm going to level you guys up because uh, keeping, tra tra keeping track of experience over the long periods of time when we're not playing is getting difficult. And we, like, 90% of the time, because I'm so enthralled in the story of, let's say, people derailing my campaign, uh, <laughs> I forget to dole out experience. So for now, that's just how we're going to work out leveling. So you guys are still enjoying your time on Grotpa, just kind of taking in the, the scene. It's, uh, it's relatively small. Uh, you guys don't have a map in front of you. We'll, we'll just say you guys are all at the crossroads, uh, preparing for your trip back. That's where the seer is, right? No. Oh, she, no. She's away from the crossroads. Is there anywhere, where, uh, anywhere we can get items? Or maybe I can find out more about this sword that I have. Uh, I believe there, the crossroads is where the temple was that had many different religious figures of worship inside. And I believe that's where you donated your jade uh, George Christ statue. Uh, sorry. Do you know who George Christ is? No. He is our okay. savior. <laughs> for, uh, he is my religious For you God. and anyone listening right now instead of listening to the first 21 episodes. And deciding to go on episode 22. Good move, by the way. Uh, Stop mocking the audience. No. You, uh, George Christ was a religious uh, figure that you accidentally sent me.
He sent he sent me uh, Christ instead of Christ, and then he corrected it by saying George Christ, <laughs> and it just kept on devolving from there. So uh, when we decided to make the D and D character, that was his patron that he worships. So uh, he he is, he is uh, part of a, a religious sect known as Christianity. Nice. And he's divorced. Nice. Harry. None of that is canon. We just we were just joking while you were at my house, man. <laughs> I still want to think it's canon. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I will. One time while we were just talking at my house, I, I jokingly said that George Christ descends from the heavens wearing a pleather jacket and, and cheap shades. <laughs> Perfect. Uh... Okay, so you guys are hanging out. Uh, you want to go to the temple and see if you could figure out anything about uh, My sword. Clarence? Clarence, yeah. Which yes, uh, is the sword that Gwyn gave the, 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 the sword. You can you can rename it if you feel, but I, I, like, Clarence. I like Clarence. And uh, then I also have a, a, a rock named Clyde. Right. I forgot oh. about your pet rock that he, he cast light on once. And uh, it, it's since stopped glowing because that's how the spell works. Is it a rock like a stone? Yeah, it's, it's like a stone. And then he's got a pet sword that's, that's also a mimic. His name is uh, Clarence. Didn't you say earlier that you didn't like pets? <laughs> he's not a pet. Yeah. He's my best friend. Uh, also, <laughs> in my mind, you're using your bag of holding as a sheath with just the handle sticking out of the bag, but it's still just like a bag. I don't know if that's how you're actually carrying him, but that's, that's how I envision it in my mind. Making him all the easier for Dura to steal. Wait. True. <laughs> can I, can I Dura, just, last time you lost a hand. I would like to see if he would transform into a smaller sword on a necklace. I'm not. Or maybe, maybe, maybe even just as a joke, turn him into a pen. No. And so, like, no. like the no. bottom no. into a sword, like in that movie. No. That's also not how it works in the book, I believe. It's like a cap pen or something mm. in the book. I really disliked all of the fiction for those movies and that, that those books, mainly because it was popular and I'm a bit of a hipster, as you can tell I, by my beard. It's not, it's not long enough, and you don't have, like, kooky braids in it. You're not full hipster. Let, you need a man bun. <laughs> you desperately need a man bun. I have the hair for it. <laughs> you do. So, uh, you guys are, are preparing for your journey. We focus on uh, Nick, the half-orc cleric, as he enters the temple. And already, we're not playing Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. We're just talking. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I want to go up to the priest guy and uh, ask him... Uh, if he knows anything about mimics. Okay, so the uh, the priest, I don't know if you recall, ooh, he's a uh, he's a red-haired gnome fella. Right. Uh, and he, he wears, like, a super big robe that kind of, like, drags on the floor around him, and it covers his face, so he looks like a tiny Grim Reaper. <laughs> and uh, he pulls down his robe, like his hood, not his entire robe. Uh -oh. That would be very <laughs> unreligious of him. Yeah. I was getting a little scared there. Uh, San Diego. Also, since we're doing this old school, I have D and Dice, if you, if you don't recall that from the earlier episodes. That's my Dice app that makes noises. On nat 1s and nat 20s. It's fun. It is, it is fun. Let's oh. see if we can capture some tonight. Uh, so, you, uh, you walk up to this uh, gnome and you say, what exactly? Uh, I say, 
Excuse me, sir. Uh, you remember me from before, obviously. Um, yes, you're, you're a very kind fellow that uh, donated that jade statue. Yes, very, very. I'm glad you're taking care of it for me. I was afraid it was going to get broken or stolen by a certain person in my party. Um, anyway, I was wondering if you know anything about mimics? Uh, they're, they're, they're very dangerous. Most of them are uncivilized. Uh, si simply turning into chests and playing gold coin eggs that, that lure adventurers to their demise. I will say, however, that some of them can be tamed. I've, I've seen a few examples on this island, not many. Well, you're about to see one more, and I pull out Clarence. Be like, meet Clarence. He's stone sword right now. Uh, yeah, uh... Why don't you roll a d20 for me? To see if he'll obey shred, me. Shred, shred, shred. 18! Uh, Clarence kind of like opens its mouth, which we haven't really described Clarence. I just thought he was like a sword and then he, he like he's, make an eye. He, he's like a sword, but uh, that little guard part. Yeah. Crossbow. Yeah, the, cro the crossbar. Same cross guard. Cross guard, whatever. There we go. Same, same difference. Got a cross in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it, uh, religious. I can fucking throw it, the it can open, uh, it can like create a little mouth there, and it just kind of goes, and sticks out its tongue, because <laughs> mimics don't have language. They just have sharp teeth and giant tongues. What do they eat exactly? People. Anything. Oh, well, what, what do I eat Anything. so it doesn't eat me? Your hand. I don't want to do that. Can I just give it some cheeses or something? Could be a dirt hand. Cheeses don't exist. Hey. And it's also taking a sizable chunk out of Arashi's hand. Oh, right. When you try to get it. I like that. It's got its own anti-theft system because it will bite anyone other than me. <laughs> uh, it, as long as they don't pass the will check to tame it, yeah. Oh, God. I just picked up my phone with Dean Dice still open. Oh, no. <laughs> well, okay, so how does he respond to this? Oh, God. Yeah, 20. Just, ro just rolled an 8. Oh. Oh. Well, it's a D8. Oh. If you roll the highest or lowest value. Okay. Well, what uh, does he... Oh. Respond to. Hold on. Joining us via via call, we have ourselves uh, Galvin. Can you hear us? He's currently muted. He muted himself. Uh oh. <laughs> cool. I miss this app. I miss this app. I miss it a lot. <laughs> Just get off that. Maybe go on a, a die that has less than. What? Yeah, there we go. Uh, That's you're gonna get. Hey, what's his what's his damage, by the way, for Clarence? A lot. Uh, I believe I said he's the stats of a regular longsword, so I think that's one d8 plus two slashing damage. All right, can you hear me? Hello, Chris. Hey, it's Chris. Can you hear you surprisingly well, actually? Yeah, I'm just gonna tilt you a little more towards Casey's phone. Oh, that's amazing. Sweet. I got an Xbox nice. for Christmas. I got a PS4. Oh, he's, he's yeah. trying to connect a video. You won't be able to see us. I well, my, my, my camera's laptop, or my laptop's camera doesn't work. So you, you uh, show Clarence to the gnome priest, and he, um, he kind of looks shocked, and he says, are you sure you have that thing under control? As he, like, reaches for something behind him. Now, I'm positive that I have everything under control. Okay, it bows to the will of me and me alone. Please make him roll. I, 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 I'll let I'll let you keep your sword for now, then. But uh, be careful in my town. All right. I, I try and keep this me. place safe. He uh he he 
relaxes just just a little bit. You can tell stuff that he's tense. Do, do you have any other questions, Trow? Um, yeah. Uh, I know that limits me to two people. What do I do with this so it doesn't eat my friends or like try to bite at me? Uh, any meat should do. Okay. It doesn't discriminate. Well then, uh, if you allow me, I pull out uh, something to write on and write to do, go to butcher shop. All right, uh, does anyone else want to do a scene in the crossroads before we move on? What a heavy silence that was. <laughs> Very. Very heavy. Uh, yeah, you sure? <laughs> uh, oh, Galvin, we do have a guest character. Yep, we, all right. We're, we're playing with... Uh, He's playing as your friend. I forgot your name. Okay. Casey's brother. Okay. From now on, you will be henceforth referred to as Casey's brother TM. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Trademarked. <laughs> Link TM. Right. So uh, Casey's brother TM is playing as Greg. <laughs> He's your apprentice now. Uh, that's your boss. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is this is Galvin the Black, uh, Galvin Fair Trader at the blacksmith. <laughs> it's very unfortunate. You're subordinate to him. God, it's like that app has a microphone. <laughs> yeah, I missed it. God, <laughs> it, it's confirming. It just said yeah, it does. Okay, so you guys are all hanging out in the town square of the Crossroads. Crossroads, I don't know if I've described it in detail, it's not a very big city, but it is where all roads lead on the small Isle of Crossroads. And that is why all of the news also passes through here. And you see a small tiefling fella, uh, very, like, sickly looking, wearing nothing but rags, and he is reading off... Uh, probably for the 14th or 15th time some news that you guys just happen to listen to now. Do we have and to roll perception or something? No. Darn. And he says, uh, warning, uh, travel to the mainlands has been restricted for now as there is a war going on in our primary port and trading community, Neverwinter. Oh. There is. Home. Your home is Fandolin. No, your home is Neverwinter. Vandalin is uh, my home, my home which is doing really good now that the church has been burned down. Yeah, surprisingly well since I they got still, rid of the church. I still don't. And, and also overthrew the criminal overlord. Well, yeah, obviously. Oh, that's that's oh yes, he's also a mob boss. Yeah, he yeah, gets he's, a lot of. That's that's why he's evil. I that's why, why he's evil. You do run. I, I forgot why Nick was evil. He was yeah. a mob boss. He he made a small amount of income like, from only slightly evil in Galvin's like slightly good. Yeah. I mean, he does treat it as like a security force for the town. Okay, so you guys have just heard the news that uh, Neverwinter is at war. Let's go fight with him. There, there is, there's no news on what the war entails, who's fighting, or what they're fighting. But uh, Neverwinter is at war, and since that is home to many of you, I'm assuming you guys are going to come to the collection or the collective agreement that uh, you guys should help. Yeah. So then we only have one real conundrum here. Paco, are you going to stay with the group? You're native to Vandalin. You have no ties to Neverwinter. Well, I haven't written this in the story. I do know that you do have motivation uh, to stick with the group for now, but uh, totally up to you if you want to share that motivation with uh, anyone right now. Yeah, we won't blame you. 
I am going to tell the group that I'm going to stick with them for a little while under the cover of making okay. sure that a Darius isn't going crazy because I just saw basically this demon spawn and fortunately had basically a small army to destroy him. Yeah, that's just a small town. And about that Don't small army, that. Uh, most of them aren't coming with you. Asha still has that graveyard to uh, upkeep. Number one, he's bound to okay. her. Literally, she can't leave 100 miles of this person or he will disintegrate. That's why it's He's number one because he was the first experiment, or the first successful experiment with this spell she made. Uh, a spell that both Rashi, who is not here because she is at her abode, and Paco oh, okay. can cast, um, but I can cast that spell. When can I cast that spell? Uh, I'll say during the weeks that followed, she gave you the lesson just in case, but she did warn you that whatever being you create will be bound to you for the rest of its life. So if you if you die, it dies. It dies, and if it leaves 100 yards or not 100, 100 miles of your person, it dies. Okay. Several other things. She did figure that okay, having perfect. another warlock who knows the spell could be useful, so she taught it to you. Uh, so you're going with them? Uh, yeah. Keep your eyes on, uh, on Darius. Keep my eyes on Darius and on the very various insane evil people, and because I'm probably also wanted for kidnapping at this point. Okay, so uh, Darius goes with you. And he he regrets having to leave. He, want, he really does just want to stay with his sister and catch up some more. But he's not one to turn down the chance of help others. Darius is joining you on your travels for now. Okay, so you guys are on the boat headed to Neverwinter. It's been a long three months. We're just going to jump over that. Nothing really important that's happened on the boat. Uh, I'm assuming Dura tried to steal something from Nick. Nick got angry. Confronted her. She gave it back. That seems to be her, her pattern. And then she's going to deny giving it back like 60 times. And then give it back to me. And just give it back. Despite the fact that, like, every week we, we uh, acknowledge that she gave it back. She's like, no, I did. We're like, you did. We, we went over this in episode 15. So, so you guys reach a small, per privately owned dock directly to the east of uh, Neverwinter. It's actually between Neverwinter and Vandalin, but it's closer to Neverwinter. And it is currently occupied by a royal, a, a royal guard. And uh, he stops you as you guys are offloading the ship. And he says, uh, I'm afraid we're restricting access into Neverwinter while they sort themselves. There's, a, there's been a rebellion that overthrew the, the ruling faction of Neverwinter. Uh, and we are going to give full control over to the new rebellion leaders as members of our society. However, their ranks have devolved into selfless infighting. We're, uh, we're going to have to ask you to please turn around. So who's going to do the uh, persuasion? At this point, I speak up and I, and I ask the guard, can you, I request that you really please let us through, sir. I, I live in the winter. I just come back from the journey. My friend's here. I'll try to get back to Neverwinter as soon as possible to find out more. Uh, winter is my home. Do, do a persuasion roll with the innkeeper. Yeah. All right. We're rolling dice. Rolling, rolling. I'm sorry, Casey's brother, T.M. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, we haven't had the chance to have you roll dice. You can do a seduction. You can do a seduction roll. Always <laughs> roll. 
And the guard like kind of recognizes him as uh, as the kingpin of uh, of Neverwinter or of Phandalin, and he's like, I can't really just deny this guy. And also, he made my weapon that I'm currently using, so I can't deny him for that either. I'm gonna have to let him and his friends into this town. And then uh, he looks at Greg, who gives him the, the like pouty look, sad face, like, <laughs> and then he blushes, and then he just kind of goes. Question mark? In you go. <laughs> and then he just kind of walks back into the shack. <laughs> and you I can't believe I just had to describe Greg seducing someone. <laughs> he gave him the smolder. I have Hit him with the sexy look. <laughs> <laughs> and him this has been the most dazzle. character development Greg has gotten in two campaigns. <laughs> he gave him the Is old that he's real good at the smolder. <laughs> He's real good at the sad eyes and pouty lips. He's gonna yeah. be the idol of Phandalin. Oh, what was that, Galvin? Yeah. As a question, does this mean that Greg is either gay or bi now? No. <laughs> All of the above. All of the above. I don't. I, I don't see why not. I I think Greg's bi now, <laughs> at the very least. He, he might be All straight, right. but at the very least, he's gay for this guard. He's <laughs> <laughs> gay for anyone that'll let him do something. Oh, that's God. gay. Stop it. <laughs> you that's are, just but gay. it's also straight. It's, okay, it's so you guys right. have been okay. let into Neverwinter, and as the gates open, you hear shouting inaudible words, or not inaudible, but words you cannot comprehend because they're being shouted at the top of their lungs in various different languages, and there's it's very hard to pick up these words over the very distinct sound of swords clashing in the street. Well, dang. Um, um, immediately, I start heading towards my shop slash home. Uh, I, I think maybe we should go and see if we can find anyone that knows what's going on, maybe at the market or something. Maybe there's someone hiding there somewhere. Maybe the inn. Uh, new what? You guys go ahead. I am going to my shop, and I head to my shop. Maybe we should go and see if there are any... We'll do without them. Anyone Okay, around. so uh, Galvin, and uh, does his crony Greg follow with him? Sure. All right, so Galvin and Galvin and Greg, who's still pulling off the smolder, <laughs> run like he doesn't know how to stop. <laughs> his face is stuck like that. He's gonna have like plus six. Uh, plus six to charisma. Yeah, uh, for the rest of the campaign now, because he just can't stop smoking. He can't stop his smoking. He's going to be in the middle of the fight, holding a sword up and smoking. He's gonna <laughs> You're dead now. He's giving everyone favors. <laughs> no, they... <laughs> Is this going to be the running no, joke they, now? They, uh... Yes. I probably. told you would be Sexy Greg. Uh, and he's now Sexy Greg, right? Do you... You Greg want it to sexy. be the new running joke because the old running joke is you pooping your pants. So that doesn't mean we can't introduce him later. Galvin and Greg run to the fair trader, and they find that it's been occupied oh. by an enemy force, not necessarily an enemy, uh, but by a force of people who seem to be wearing uh, chainmail over very light purple. Uh, kind of 
very obviously dyed clothes underneath. Hmm. How many are there? Question. Uh, there are two out front. You don't know how many is inside. I get, I'm going to go up to them and are ask them why they are in my eight? shop. Yeah. Are. So the one on the this right who is, uh, he's a human, but he looks like he's, he's got the, the air of, like, I'm in charge here. He, uh, he looks at you and he says, what, what, who are you? The owner of the shop has been, my name, has been gone for a while, and we've, uh, My name is Calvin Trade Trader. I am the owner of this establishment. His job I left on a journey, and I came back once hearing about the war in Neverwinter. He just points up at the sign and be like, that's my name. Look, look, sir, I don't doubt that you are this fair trader fella. Uh, but, I mean, we've seized the shop and all of its weapons within. We would happily let you run run the shop and make weapons again if you uh, support Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Fonda. I don't know who that is. Do I, do I know who that is, really? Uh, you know that Elizabeth Ponder, since you're a resident of Neverwinter, you know that Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Ponder was married to someone who was very high up in the caste system of Neverwinter's government. Uh, if you want to, if you want to recall more facts, you're going to need to make a intel check or whatever it's called, a knowledge check. A history check, probably. History check, probably. History no check insight. It, it'd be insight. Uh, that's a 25. <laughs> All right, so you, you remember that this, this fella was uh, the nephew of the de facto ruling, like, presidential position of Neverwinter, and his name was uh, Benjamin Olsen. That is because that is my default character in most things I make. <laughs> that's <laughs> so is Elizabeth Ponder. She's my default female character that most uh, things I make. So, uh, yeah, the, you, you know they used to be married, and you know that she used to have his surname. You don't know why she doesn't anymore. But uh, you do know that um, she is apparently in charge of this this group of rebels who are seizing your shop. I, I still have... Nope, don't land on that. I was about to land on a one. <laughs> I, I guess I ask him why she no longer has, her, has the surname to her husband that she used to have, and what has happened since I've been gone. Because uh, I he, want no more. He sighs and says, you better come inside if we're going to tell you the full story. And then he opens the I door. I go inside. All right, you, you immediately recognize the familiar shape of the fair trader with its uh, open forge that you use for practicing and like teaching others how to forge and the very private professional forge you keep uh, on the upper levels. And the, the only real not notable thing in the main lobby is the giant desk that you stand behind when you sell your weapons, along with the several weapons that used to be on the walls. You notice most of these weapons are not there anymore and that there are large crates around the room. Calvin is disappointed inside. He does not say anything. So that uh, the leader snaps at a random young halfling boy in the same outfit, same getup, chainmail over this clearly like shoddily dyed purple armor, or not armor, underclothes, and he uh, snaps at him and says, "You take my spot on the on, on the guard. I have to explain things to this uh, newcomer." 
Is he being indoctrinated? And then they uh, they sit you down by the fire of the of the lit forge, which isn't being used to heat anything, which upsets you to no end. Because if, well, just having it lit could damage the forge. So if you're not like doing anything, like you're gonna have to replace the the insulating bricks every now and then because they're just getting singed. Stuff like that. So uh, he sits you down by that, and he begins to uh, expel uh, exposition. And he explains that uh, Elizabeth Ponder and her husband, husband Ben Olson, uh, orchestrated a rebellion to overthrow the ruling class and become the, the leaders of uh, Neverwinter. It was going extremely well, and they did get rid of the old leaders who were, uh, in their eyes, corrupt. You still don't have the answers to why they did that in the first place. But uh, soon, they begin to argue over who should really be in charge. And now they both lead to opposite ends of a civil war amongst the rebellion. So basically, it's a giant husband versus wife fight. <laughs> yes, with an entire city at the stakes. All right. You also get a description of how Elizabeth looks today. She has dyed her hair purple, which is weird. And she also carries around a uh, strange-looking katana, which uh, you recognize as the official, like, ceremonial weapon carried by the president of Neverwinter. Good God, she's got a whole enemy. Indeed. Uh, everyone else, we're, we're going to cut from that exposition fest. And you guys are looking for a place to stay? Following oh, Nick's lead? Uh, I wanted to go and look yeah. at the tavern and see what was if there was anyone there that can explain the situation. Okay, so you find at the tavern uh, fully armored-looking soldiers. The only seeming thing connecting them is a weird shape carved into uh, their white clothing. Okay, well... Uh, also, yay, I gotta use the word Vulcan. Hello, big, intimidating fellows. Uh, you know. Oh, yeah, but they got weapons, and I just have a little white robe you, on. You have a red, you have a red robe. Oh, right. And uh, a sword that can fight them. Oh, okay, well then, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, hey, what's up, dudes? Uh, can I go into that tavern with my group of friends and have a pint? He very respectfully says, no. Why? What's going on? I haven't been here in a while. The tavern's no longer a tavern. There's a stronghold for Ben Olsen. Uh, I see. And who is that? If you have no business to be here, please leave before I make you leave. I just want to know what's going on around here, you know? I'm just like, I just got back here. Uh, he draws his sword and says, for the last time, sir, back off. I'm going to walk up to the guard and tell him with a voice of, for, of authority that we are the mercenaries hired to reinforce them. You Roll a you. persuasion saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen. Wouldn't that be like a deception check, plus, to be honest? It was at least one. Fourteen? Fourteen? <laughs> we'll call it fourteen. I think it was higher, but I know it was at least one. All right. He looks down at you because you're a tiny bird person wearing no armor, and then he laughs. And says, I highly doubt you're the reinforcements. And I also highly doubt we wouldn't have been notified of reinforcements. Please 
leave before this gets bloody. Okay, can I do an intimidation and be like, hey, how dare you talk to the captain of our team that way? He killed 40 men. You can try. Dura's gonna Roll back plus off. intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say you're backing him? I'm backing off. Oh. Um, I, I'm like, actually, can I take out my little uh, magic stick and uh, cast an Eldritch Blast into the sky or something? Uh, I can say that you, you do that and uh, we'll add a d6 to Mitch's roll. Alright. Ah! Is that a crit fail? No, no it's a three, a three and a five. So, sit, eight. I'm not good at math. So that would be 14. Uh, he growls at you as you get all up in his face and he says, I haven't killed an orc before. I wonder if their blood is red. <laughs> Can we please uh, hey, a make a constitution okay. saving throw, Mitch? This <laughs> <laughs> is going very badly. Oh! <laughs> what is that? That is a one. <laughs> you piss your pants, sir. <laughs> and it's back. I'm going to walk fully in the other direction and not stop walking until I am alone. He, he sheathes his sword and spits on the ground as you guys leave. Uh, unless you guys want to try something else to get his attention. No. Nope. Nope. I, I, I think we burned that bridge. <laughs> I, I would offer I would offer Greg the chance, but he's with Galvin. <laughs> Galvin just smoothly talks his way in by being like, I own this place. Well, he has an advantage. I'm going to say that that Matt one was bull, and I should have had that. It's a natural dice, man. I should have had that. Just saying. You can't even blame Innkeeper for this. I'm gonna blame the dice. Luck of the dice. You just got screwed over. Okay, so, uh. Hold. So you guys walk away, and you guys actually come across a small, un uninhabited building. Uh. You guys can go inside and make it a temporary base of some sort. How close is Why it to the tavern? It's a ways away. It's kind of like down the street and around the corner. Okay. I'm gonna kill that guard. Good luck. Are you, my, are you serious about my, that? My mimic's gonna eat it for dinner sometime. I'm gonna find it. I'm putting it in my to-do list right after the butcher. Okay, I'm crossing out the butcher one, and it's feed guard to Clarence. <laughs> All right. Do you realize you're gonna have to change your orientation if you start doing that? I'm really not happy about that. So do you guys go inside the building? Yeah, let's go inside. Uh, the who building. takes a point? Sure. Paco? Oh, the tiniest bird. I think uh, the bird also, can do with I forgot to mention, with the magic uh, Arashi stayed behind, uh, probably kept, took a shift like maybe a week after you guys because she was dealing with some stuff personally. Uh, Kuro is with you guys, but he's droning around like everyone does when there's no one here to play with. Play dies. Being yeah, kind of a zombie. Plays dies. Since he's a dog, he's got like the tongue out. He's mute anyway, wait, so wait, you know wait. it doesn't so change Rashi much. So is not with us? Rashi's not with you right, right now. <sighs> when, whenever Storm decides to play with us next, she'll miraculously show up. Yeah, just appear. Probably I allied with the enemy faction. I don't want to do the thing I want to do with Kuro because I'm cool with him, but if Rashi was there and she was going to play his eyes, I would have grabbed her up and said, slap yourself in the face with him. Like, hit yourself. Just because I can't. So, so uh, Paco opens the door with his feet because he doesn't have hands. Uh, I don't know if we've clarified that enough. You don't have hands. I do you have got, you've got wing feet. arms and hand feet. So I can slap people with my arms, and that's about it. Yeah. You can slap people with your hand feet. I mean, I'm technically, they're like hands. 
He's very bird-like. He's much more bird-like than he is person-like. And basically a bird that walks upright. Essentially. You're like a... He's a bird that walks and talks. Like, instead of... You're, you're like a flamingo. He can walk the walk and talk and talk. Anyway, so you, uh, you open the door, and you guys walk inside. Uh, everyone make a perception saving throw. Not you, not you. Not you, Casey, throw this yet. Gosh dang it. It's um, 10. Well, it's, it's just a check, alright? I just use the term saving throw a lot. What, what'd you roll? We got I, I rolled it again. Except for Dura. Okay. But the first one was an 8, and plus 2 perception. I remember plus 2 perception. So I have a 2. 10. 2, and Paco? 16. It's 10. 16. Paco, you hear the creaking of the, the floors upstairs. Clearly there's someone else in the building. I'm really tempted to burn the floor, but... Wait. Don't do that. Are we going to get another happens. Goblin Dave situation on our hands? Please don't. Are we going to have another Are we going to get another fire on our hands? I really want to. Please don't. I really, just, just really want to, but I can't. Pretty much. Well, you weren't there for Goblin Dave. You also weren't there for the church. I am I'll going right to take back. my little stick, see if I can reach the ceiling to poke it and ask who's there. Oh, yeah. That, that'll uh, work. That's very uh, my strategy. I'm not gonna make you roll anything. You just kind of poke at the ceiling with your stick, right? Is that yeah, what like you're doing? An like an old lady with a broom? Yes, exactly like that. That's what I was trying to do. Uh, suddenly, you hear the creaking stop, and then you hear a whoosh. And in front of you guys, suddenly stands a figure wearing uh, tattered black rags with a hood pulled up over his face, and he's holding two hand crossbows. Okay. I want to jump and scream just for comedic effect here. Uh, yep. Do I got? Out, out of nowhere, Scooby Doo is him. <laughs> in, in in his arms as you jump and scream. No, uh, yeah, you, you you shriek at the top of your lungs. Maybe you piss your pants some more. Who knows? No, 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 no. Like, and Curl just grabs. Make like, a Constitution saving throw no, for me next. Please don't. No more. No more. <laughs> you, you started this. You finish it. Can, can we? Just... Like he, he was laughing, so you probably didn't catch up, catch it, audience. But when he said please don't, he like leaned forward and put his hands together like he was actually begging. <laughs> he started please, it. Please don't. Fall through. Put for you don't pee yourself. But you so really you want the existing pee, I imagine, go everywhere from your pants. You, 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 do, you do shriek. Two bows pointed at Paco and Nick. It does not seem to have assessed Dura as an actual threat that it needs to correct for. So, I mean, he, he clearly still sees you as a threat because you're in the room, but he sees you as the least threat. I mean, and he I says, am a kid. Identify yourselves now. I'm a cleric, and I just wanted some beer. We have some. We have some of that to spare. Oh. But I need to know: Are you guys working with her? Who's her? Ponder. We're not from I'm around here. I'm wondering who that is. Do I know who Ponder is? I don't uh, think any of us do. Make an intel check. Eight. No. You don't, you don't bother don't yourself with politics. politics. <laughs> okay, so, I'm going to try and persuade the guy that I don't... Just things you think is whiskey off no, of the back oh, of no, wagons. Let's do, you don't know... None of our characters know who that is. I know, and I'm trying to tell him that we don't know. Because so, he's... Not, he, yeah, let's, so, 
I'm going to tell him that I am clearly not from around here because I am a bird person and you don't see bird people around here. We're recent arrivals. We see plenty of Arakakra. I've never seen something like you before. It's the official Birdman race of D&D. They're very different from the Egar. Alright then. Um, we don't know who Ponder is. Or at least none of us here do. Um, can you lower the crossbows, please? I'm afraid that is impossible. Can I do a deception? Not deception. Persuasion? Persuasion. Uh, let's go for it. Yeah. Nick tries the, the, the smolder, but it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have huge teeth. It's impossible for me to eat the smolder. It looks like a bulldog brownie. <laughs> that is adorable, though. She's <laughs> not adorable anymore. So, uh, two bows pointed at you guys, and he's like, what, what are you trying to do with your lips? Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to. I was trying to. Can I elbow Nick? Oh. Uh, make an attack roll. Ooh, hey. <laughs> she, she, Doesn't that be a stealth hey, roll? So is, she she tall enough, shot? is she tall enough to put her elbows in my stomach, or is it going to be like a... It's going to be in the knee, probably. Okay. I, I think there is going to be She's a pretty short, you're pretty tall. Because yeah. I, I feel like there is as tall as his knee. And then her she probably goes up to his hip. No, I'd say... She probably goes up to his hips, or elbow would be at knee height. I've, like, my head so, is yeah, waist So level. she can, like, go... And get him well. in the gut. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like my kneecap. Okay. Gut shot up here. That's She's still rolling. Oh dear. Wow. Not I'm assuming hard. that doesn't beat your armor class. No. So she uh, she elbows at you, Attack. right? Hits the rope, but doesn't hit you, and then kind of stumbles, but catches herself. Swishes. Are you okay? There's a, there's a lot more room in your robes than people believe. Yeah. They think you fill them out a little more. Yeah. So they think you're fat. <laughs> no, it's the exact same problem that that when man God from Ice Age has. It's like it's always fur. It's well, poopy. Welcome, welcome to let's shit on Nick as he shits himself podcast. Wow, this figure sighs and it puts away one of its crossbows as it chuckles at the little elf girl, kind of uh, stumbling, and then it begins to spin the other one on its on its hands, like doing like weird finger tricks to keep it spinning. And then he says, I am Jake Parker. Hi. I'm not from around here, but I am a good friend of Ponder. I'm from no, I'm a good friend of, uh, I'm a good friend of Ben. Sorry. I got him I confused with say. another character. I got him confused with another character that I, uh, I have made already for this. I've made four characters for this, all of which are based on the characters that me and my brother have made in previous video games. I am from Sandalin, and I just got back from... Gratva. and uh, never heard of it. Okay, well, it's an island, and it's uh, not too fun, honestly. I mean, I got to take care of some swords and everything. We don't really know what's going on. We just wanted to come home, and we found out there's a war going. Well, if you help with uh, with Ben, I'll gladly support you. However, if you decide to side with uh, Ponder, you may end up fighting me on the battlefield. Trust right. me, direct. That is not guy. something you want. Well, you seem like a good ally. I am back. Now the screaming Killian. Uh, well, that seems like a good idea not to fight you. What does everyone else think? That's here. I think As this the DM, I think you guys don't possibly have enough information. To be fair, we did come into his house. This just seems like a mess. 
Uh, I mean, Nora's just sensing politics, so she's just kind of like, whatever. Getting a little glass of wine. Hey, like, uh, drink. Or no wine. We will help you, but we're not declaring allegiance. Very well. I've already looted this building. You guys can use it as room and board if you need. I'll come back to check on you if, uh, as you guys gather knowledge. Uh, I'll come back here and check on you tomorrow. Uh, then you can officially declare your allegiance or not. Regardless, I'll let you leave unarmed and hope that I do not fight you on the battlefield. He says as he stops spinning his crossbow and puts it away. He then uh, disappears as swiftly wait, as he appears. Wait, wait, wait. Can I just be like, hold on a moment. Whoa, wait, I got one more question. Uh, you know what? Make a dexterity check. I just want to know where the beer is. 18. Well, that works. Uh, you grab him by the ankles. Like, you dive <laughs> after him and grab him by the ankles. And he trips and like, falls on his face. And he gets back up and he pulls out a crossbow and says, What? Where's the guard? I want to know what your name is. I already said my name. Jake Parker. Well, I didn't hear it. <laughs> Forgive her. She's a drunk. He, and, he and kneels so down on one knee, gets like eye level with you, kind of shakes his head. Pats you on the head and says, all is forgiven. You? You want to know where the beer is? Yes. There's none in this house. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring some with me tomorrow, good sir. Okay. Uh, as a parting gift here, and he throws you a, a small, what would be today considered like an airport bottle of uh, whiskey. Oh, well, I catch it and say thank you. But do you catch it? I do catch it. Do you catch it? I do you catch make it. Make a dexterity <laughs> check. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. You catch it. Uh, you you catch it for sure. It's one of those catches where you like grab it and it slips, but you you like yeah, you kind of like jump, juggling it on accident, but you catch it. That's good. Ultimately, it does not shatter on the floor. Good. I, uh, I would not like that. Does anyone want to go out and get Galvin from uh, the shop? I'll, I'll go get Galvin. Fifty percent. Don't be looking for them at this point now. Okay, so no, uh, Nick, Nick walks out of the street. Uh, and he uh, goes out to look for Galvin, and Galvin is looking for them. Uh, make a random encounter roll. Twelve. Twelve. You get a random encounter, because that's rule of five. Okay. Uh, you bump into David the Drunk. Oh, it's David. Hey, the alcoholic's in me. He, he, he looks at you and goes, Nick, I thought you died. <laughs> no, not yet. Chris has more footage for me, I guess. I, I came here looking for the good brandy. Uh, I came here and got shot by like a dozen arrows, but that didn't stop me from getting in. Where Damn bar's closed. Oh, uh, well. Starting to get sober, and you know, that's never a good thing. Okay, well, I have someone come by with God in the morning. But I will share, I will share my tiny little vial of whiskey with you. For old time's sake. He nods and says, where, 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 where are you staying at? Uh, at this uh, abandoned place, just down the road. You point towards it. Good to see you, Nick, and his twin brother, he says as he walks away. Uh, uh, what were you saying, Galvin? Can I roll an investigation check to see if I find Dora and Nick and all of them? Well, they're, uh, they're at the house. I'm the only one out. Uh, <laughs> make, make a roll. Uh, if you beat 10, I'll say you find uh, Nick. If you beat 15, we'll say you find the other two. 
Walking in the opposite direction. <laughs> I didn't know that. You, you know that uh, Neverwinter has more than one tavern, and you're like, I bet Nick's at the tavern. I'll, I can go check there. But you go to the wrong one on the south side. The bad one. Uh, I, I'm asking everyone I find that's nice and seems like they're not going to kill me. I'm asking if they've seen a short little child with a bird man and a drunk cleric. Child. I am not drunk yet. Casey, your character is 15. <laughs> that is a child. And you are really small. She's 15 You're and she's. Gnome size. And I have like, not gotten She's drunk effectively yet. younger than that. And she's still not calling. Yep. For some reason, everybody who's still heading to you just currently doing nothing but drinking. I'm doing nothing but drinking. Okay, That's my so. Uh, That's in my cheek. While, while Galvin is getting lost and Nick is getting lost looking for him, uh, you two are alone. In the in the house, as David the drunk stumbles in, and he's like, "Who, who let the bird in here?" I would like to make an intimidation check <laughs> do I to try and get him to just. You turn do know this person because okay. you were there when Nick was drinking with him. I, I, I would like. The tavern. I would like. Yes, but he came outside with okay. Nick. Let me threaten the man as a result of the late bird. This the time that I sleep. Roll intimidation, my friend. Just drunk. <laughs> You just squawk at him. <laughs> like an angry guy. Uh, you, I just you, look over at him and make a bird noise. <laughs> you, you, try, you try to say something, but like your throat's dry, you haven't like, anything to drink. Uh, and you're just like... <laughs> and then like for some reason you're really craving one of those like cylinders that's just covered in seeds. You're just like... Alright, well... That's cool. And then he uh, sits down on the couch and uh, he pulls out a flask that you guys can hear is suspiciously empty for this particular character. And he uh, takes the final sip before throwing the flask across on the ground. Don't throw it. And, and he, he's like, listen, disembodied voice. You don't tell me what to do. I've outgrown you a long time ago, conscience. I've drowned you out. I am victorious, and then he passes out on the couch. <laughs> That's my days. That is my favorite character. Oh, uh, right the, the the two Galvin and Nick meet up in the streets after they both simultaneously take wrong turns down a hallway and just kind of bump into each other. Oh, alleyway. alleyway. That is there you are. Nick. Where's everyone else? Hey, there you are. I've been looking all over for you. I've been looking all over for you. Well, we got some Some jerks are occupying the tavern, and they took all the grog. I'm like so angry. Um, but we have a place, and uh, some dude with crossbows is there, but he's all right now. Uh, he's supporting someone named Ben uh, Olson, and uh, I thought we would make a decision as a group, and that's why I went to look with you. And Greg is with you too, right? Yeah. Okay. And he's still doing the smolder. <laughs> no, he stopped. He stopped smoldering. Oh, he looks sad about not having something to smolder out, out smolder at. <laughs> but uh, he's he's no longer smoldering. He's just kind of pouting, which in in a way resembles the smolder, but isn't the smolder. The patented Greg Smolder TM by, by Casey's brother TM. <laughs> Perfect. TM 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 TM. Okay, well, trademark TM. All right, well, well, take me to the. 
take me to the place you guys have found, and we can talk there. Okay, everyone is there, and also we found Dave, so let's go. Kelvin, do you think you remember you that, Dave? You that drunk card? You that drunken idiot you drink with? Yes, he's not an idiot. He's kind of an idiot. He's not an idiot. He's, he's alright. I was actually need to make a character sheet for Dave, and I'm already giving you guys more NPCs. <laughs> I don't want to do this, I swear. Hey, you can just be passed out when we even know we're going to be leaving. So you guys make your way back to the hideout, and I'm assuming you all share your information. Of course. So collectively you have gathered that there are two sides to the Civil War. You haven't really gathered what either one's policies are, but you've gathered that uh, Olsen seems to roll, rule with a uh, much more harsh regime and military force. Whereas uh, Ponder tends to lean towards style with her unified uniform, colorful hairstyle, and frankly, awesome katana. So our well, options are buff guy or anime. This so is the reason why lean towards Elizabeth. That is an option. Just he wants Can we just free to do that. whatever you want? I say we don't get caught up in either of them. I will say that for the story to progress, the conflict never worth continue to end. Uh, okay, so we have whether you side. whether you take both sides, like infiltrate both sides, set them down, make them play nice. You take them both out. You work for one. You work for the other. Doesn't matter how you do it. The conflict never worth needs to be solved. Out of okay. character, can I just make an army and destroy them all? I got an idea. Yeah, you could, if you can roll the right persuasion in the right time. You can rally your own army and take over so Neverwinter for yourself. Okay, so I got an idea. Which one was the mob boss again? That's Galvin. Galvin's the mob boss. It's Galvin. But he's not the mob boss up here. He doesn't have as many contacts. No, no but I feel like this is a business a opportunity shop. for him. Ooh. Ooh. I got an idea, though, too. I got an idea I, that we I can this. say that uh, both the sides have messenger pigeons you can, you can use to get access to Galvin's black market and uh, soldiers. You can have an army here just by siding with this current army fictitiously. So, so, um, wait, wh where is everyone right now? Would we have to what do you choose mean? allegiance? We're all like, in the same place. Okay. So, Mr. Uh, Galvin Fairtrader, this is your home, is it not? Yes, this is my home. And you hate to see your home being destroyed by several hostile armies, yes? Yeah. So, I know that you have underworld contacts, so to speak. I propose... That's fickle, alright. All I did was kill the mob boss from nearby town and became the mob boss completely by accident, to be honest. Exactly. You have turned the bad elements of a place into good, a force for protection. What if you could do the same with this city using what you already have? Suggesting I start my own faction and list the already two warring factions. Precisely. Oh you God! Have forces that are not. Are we gonna bring back your underbelly uh, alias, the Horseman of the North? Was it the Horseman of the East? I think it was the Horseman of the East. I will say this: Galvin is currently thinking how nice it would be to be king of Neverwinter. You could transform Neverwinter. Oh, at that point, it wouldn't be Neverwinter. It'd probably be Never Fandolin because you'd merge the two cities. You have yes. the forces of you have the underworld forces of an entire city, which you could use to defeat these factions 
and install yourself as the righteous ruler of Neverwinter. Imagine what you could do with the city. Are we really going to do this? Are we really going to become the bosses of the I, I, I hate to say this, but, pa but Paco is actually... I have a feeling this is against my religion. It's in Galvin or something. Nowhere in your religion does it say you, you stay out of civil war. You stay okay. out of conflict. Hell, I'll do it. I will, Especially if you re you know that Galvin would be the best option to rule this place. Well, yeah. See, Galvin is well, actually a good guy. I, I feel like Galvin would be better than any factions that you've made that are probably royal gray zones. I feel like I already proposed that we already make our own gang, so I'm deaf. Yes, but you, your, your proposition wasn't let's use criminal underbelly contacts to build a... Hey, to I build don't, an to army. To build an invasion force. I don't know our resources. You, you guys can know. Your, your suggestion was smolder and everyone until they join our cause. <laughs> exactly. He He's the face of the revolution. <laughs> you, you get, if anyone looks at Galwin, they'll see he's currently thinking with a smile on his face. He's busily thinking. Galwin looks at the door. What do you think? He would be the better. He would be the I, best ruler of this place. You I get a him. feeling that he's a righteous man. Care. Calvin still wants to know her opinion because, yeah, what do you think, Dora? Honestly, sounds like politics. I can agree to that. Uh, Darius speaks up for the first time because I forgot he was here. He's like, hey. Uh, so, sorry, I was, I was falling behind you guys for a little bit, and then I... He, we'll say he was also asleep on the couch with, uh... With Dave. Like, snuggling Dave. Whoa. He wakes up and Dave's like... And then uh, Darius says... Because he's been listening to the entire conversation, he says... I see that Galvin could be the best leader for this place. The other two are unknowns. Variables I cannot predict. Galvin, I know, will at least try to rule fairly and justly, even though he gained his power by decapitating a thief and a guard captain. Just like how you do it normally. I mean... How else do you get power in these parts? Exactly. Hard work? Determination? No. Bribery? No thank you. Killing the person above you, that's how you do it. Yeah. Just climbing up the corporate ladder with bloody hands. No, you don't have to kill the person above you. You just kill the top. Yeah, just that. I mean, that's exactly what they did. So, uh, I, I'm feeling you're gonna, you might end up having to bring back your alias, the horseman of the East.